This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. And now for something completely different. Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favourite podcast platform. Or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow and join in now. Strap yourself in. Because we're set up, switched on and ready to go. What's going on? One light, two lights, three lights, four lights, five lights... On Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And yes, I am very much mistaken. This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport. Powered by fans. Right, Chris. Right, good evening, good afternoon, good morning, good day, good night, goodbye. How the devil are you all? Welcome to, well, or one of you that's in at the moment, how are you? Um, welcome along. It is number two in the series of the Formula One show. Um, almost got a new new introduction. We've got new graphics. We just need to get some suitable music that, um, that Formula One aren't going to go a little bit mad at. But it is um, that time. We're going to be looking at the latest news. We're going to be looking ahead to the Saudi Grand Prix and back to the Bahrain. Bahrain? <laughs> Who is she? Bahrain Grand Prix. Oh, you know what I mean. We're looking back to last week's. And, um, clean my teeth this morning. Can't do a thing with them. And I'm going to bring in my F1 buddy. Uh, if you think he's looking a little bit nervous... He is coming live from his toilet because he's sat on that because Liverpool have got Real Madrid later. Uh, I mean, they're only, what is it, 5-1, 5-2 behind or something? And let's be honest with you, 
going into that game having just demolished Bournemouth, of course, they will be very, very comfortable. Oh, oh dear. Maybe not. <laughs> Doug, good evening. How are you? <laughs> good evening, Chris. I'm good. How are you, mate? I'm not so bad. Probably not as nervous as you. Uh, yeah, you can kind of say that. Uh, hi, Nate. Hi, Nate. Um, yeah, I am not looking forward to tonight's game. Uh, yeah, we need a medical. Let's just say that. You need an, you need another Istanbul. We need another Istanbul, and we just need to basically not concede. Yes, I think that would. Uh, is this like at Anfield or at uh, Madrid? Uh, the Bernabeu. Oh, God. Well, look, yeah. you, you know, you, I know you can go to places like the Vitality and, and get a good result there. Uh, <laughs> oops. Oops. Exactly. Oops. Three jobs, Doug. That's what I can say. <laughs> Three jobs. That number's getting higher each and every week. Isn't uh, it? I take the piss, and we're on the same number of points as the team that's third from bottom. So, uh, Jade is in. Hi, Jade and Chris. Hi, Kutat. Jade. Home from, oh, I don't know why then. I read that just got home from having a baby. I'm sorry, <laughs> Jade. I've probably just completely changed your whole week here. So I'll try that again. Honestly, my teeth aren't working, my eyes aren't working. Um, I Doug and Chris, good time. We just got home from having a lovely coffee and a lovely day with my 73 year old granddad. I hope he is well, Jade, and you are obviously looking after him there. Uh, that is nice to see. Uh, Jade, and then James is in. Good Hi, evening, James. Jade. How are you? Uh, how the hell are we below you? But to now say we're below Everton, my God, you know I jest, you know I jest. And as he says there, hit the likes and subscribe. And everybody is saying hello to everybody else. So welcome along. So this is the uh, Formula One show. And what we're going to do, first of all, we're going to say go through some news. Uh, but what I want, first of all... Because we did the watch along last time, and everybody sort of said, "Who are you supporting? Who are you backing? Who's you know your thing?" Well, normally I go for British drivers, but I nailed my flag to this particular gentleman's post at the start of the Grand Prix, and I've got to say, for once in my life, it wasn't a bad choice because we are backing Aston Martin and Fernando Alonso. Um, what do you think about their chances? I mean, a, a, a podium? Was it his 99th? 99th, yeah. 99th podium. So if he gets a podium at the weekend, it'll be his 100th podium, which would be absolutely amazing. Yes, yes. And it's good to see that I'm actually get a picture of him with a smile on his face. <laughs> he's not known for being a smiler is he let's be honest you know no no but i think i think after the weekend he he had and i think he was he, he was excellent he, he he it was a great great drive from malonzo and you know oh. that's the thing as well i think we've kind of been kind of wanting the aston martins to sort of be the the sort of to upset the ferraris upset the uh, the Red Bulls, but that was a fantastic drive from uh, from Alonso, and hopefully, long may it continue. I mean, you usually get one team that dominates for a while. I mean, obviously, at the moment, it's looking like Red Bull. Before that, it was Mercedes. I'm old enough to remember when McLaren was top of the tree. Williams was even top of the tree for quite yeah. a while um, with Damon Hill and uh, uh, and other drivers. Um, and it's just nice 
a bit like with the football, we, you know, you get fed up. And as much as I obviously liked it because he, he was British when you know Hamilton kept winning, it's nice to see these other teams coming through. And the battle for that third position was more exciting than the battle for the top two. It was. It was. I mean, he obviously had what you know, it was like had uh, Alonso, Russell, Hamilton. It was that very, very uh, good uh, thing. Yeah, James, I can't believe Leicester were below Everton as well. I've got to be honest. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but obviously, obviously, kudos to you guys for obviously you know beating beating, uh, beating Brentford. But but yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, I think the battle for third was the most um, entertaining aspect of this yes. uh, of this Grand Prix. Yes, definitely. And do you think that I th- I mean, there's a lot of rules go on in F1, isn't there? We're going to come on to that in a second with um, the, with the news about Leclerc, but. I suppose they're trying to make it fairer because obviously in all sports and we know it in football, you know, there's certain clubs that have got more money than um, nuzzle memory. No, thank you. Go away, Mr. Twitch, trying to get buyers by followers. We don't, we're not interested. Um, You know, I, I've put me off now. What I was going to say, but you've got the big boys and you've got the big boys in, in Formula One as well. Do you think this is the season now they've got somebody like um, Fernando Alonso? um, And sometimes when you've been at the top of the tree, you do tend to sort of hang around, not disrespect, but hang around sort of the smaller teams a little bit and just plod along. But I think he's got the hunger back, hasn't he? I think he does. I think he's got that hunger that he had at Renault um, as well, when obviously he he won a world title with, with Renault. And I think as well, you know, I think he's doing really, really well this season so far. Um, and yeah, I do think he's got his hunger back. I think he does have his hunger back, and I think he uh, he could be well. Uh, he could be well one to watch this uh, this weekend for sure. And the, the thing is as well is that you only need something to happen, as in a crash or two cars coming together, as we saw, you know, in Bahrain, and it can completely throw off the um the whole race and and it does leave it open definitely and i think aston martin are one of those sides who are going to do really really well um i think i think they got obviously lance stroll he's not very very experienced but you know he he had a good drive the other day um and when you've got experience like alonso in, in your site and your team as well um it does make for a very very interesting um, season, but yeah, fantastic drive from uh, a, a very experienced uh, driver, and um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully this season will be a very good one for Alonso. And I think he made a good decision. I think he made a very good decision to uh, to join Aston Martin because um, mm-hmm. obviously they had Sebastian Vettel there last season, and I think him moving there has made them more competitive. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like I say, Nate said there, he was just about to ask me who I was backing. Um, I mean, I, I can remember the, the, you know, to me, Aston Martin, James Bond, all of that. I mean, it, you know, I, I when I was growing up, Aston Martins was the aspirational car. So, yeah, come on, Aston Martin. My cap is on order. My cap is on order. <laughs> um, now, talking about uh, the rules, I mean, I, I've got to say, I've said to you before, I do not have any notion about how these rules work in Formula One. But the news today that Charles Leclerc, um, or as obviously we like to call him now, Le Drop, 
Uh, a grid uh, is going to drop at least, and I say at least 10 places uh, on the grid on Sunday. I, I don't know what it is with Charles Leclerc, but ever since he's gone to Ferrari, he's had reliability issues time and time and time again. Um, and now they're having to fit a new sort of a gearbox in, in there. It's just... If, they, if, called if, it, they called it the Energy Store and Control Electronics. Mm. And apparently you only allowed two in a season. And yeah. this is his third one. Because, uh, of course, he did drop out of the Bahrain Grand Prix, didn't Bahrain Grand Prix. Um, I mean, 10 places, that means it's, you know, even if he was to get pole, 11th is the best he could hope for. Yeah, yeah. Um... And it's not the easiest of places to get out of um, uh, as well. So, yeah, look, whatever he you know finishes and you know qualified on um, on Saturday, um, it could be very very intriguing to see where he where he will finish. But you've got to feel for him because, um, as we said, reliability issues. I mean, the one thing which isn't really predictable with Leclerc is that. I kind of saw this. Ha- I kind of saw this happening. I thought he might retire, because, uh, as I said last week, he doesn't really turn, sort of pole positions or sort of very very good grid positions into sort of points. Mm. Always seems to have one of these races where he just crashes out. So, it's a shame for for Leclerc, but he does. Uh, and obviously, we'll obviously see as well. Saudi Arabia's quite a narrow track as well so it's yes. not the best of uh, not the best to sort of overtake um as all could be a long long race for uh, for Leclerc uh, for yeah. sure so hopefully you know Carlos Sainz would be able to you know get the points for uh, for Ferrari but yeah you've got to feel for uh, Leclerc if you don't laugh you'll cry <laughs> well, he certainly will and of course if anything else goes wrong on the car he could end up with falling back even more places i mean i I don't know if he's going to get, you know, pole position. It's probably unlikely. So we could be looking at 13th, 14th. I mean, I love, in a way, I love street races um, mm-hmm. because, you know, if you don't get a good start, you know, you, you can't just necessarily roar away and, you know, like you can in a normal race. But then it's a lot harder to overtake. Um, so yeah. it's, it's, it's going to be it's going to be a good one uh, to watch. Um, yeah. Well, come on, I've got something, again, a, a, a discussion about another street circuit coming up, but for fans of the um, Sound of Music, the hills are alive with the sound of Formula One engines. Uh, it's been announced that Formula One will continue to race in Austria until 2027 after a new four-year agreement was reached with the promoter. Uh, the Austrian Grand Prix returned to the World Championship in 2014, uh, and there was 303,000 supporters in attendance at last year's sold-out event. Um, it was the 10th year this year, uh, anniversary. Mm-hmm. Okay, they've got another four years at the old Red Bull Ring. Um, this seems to be getting, and I, I'm not complaining, but it's good to see when, you know, the, the, these places. I grew up, and every year it seemed to be that Formula One was threatening to pull out from, um, uh, you know, pull out the Formula One from, from the UK. Uh, but yeah. it's nice to see c- consistency there, isn't it? 
100%. And, you know, the Austrian Grand Prix, the Red Red Bull Ring, as, as you like to call it, um, it's one of those tracks where you literally see, like, mountains in the in the distance. Yes. And then you're, like, it's almost like you're sort of racing into the, the mountains to sort of come down from the uh, the mountains. Yeah. I, lo- I love Austria. I think it's a, a, a fabulous race. And uh, I'm very, very happy with that news because um, it's a very, very good race. And it's it's the one... We always know that, you know, the the one with Austria is obviously before the British one um, as well. Yeah. So, no, I'm very, very happy with that news. And uh, yeah, it is one of my favourite tracks in the, in the calendar, for sure. Yeah. Um, Cyber Leader is in. Good evening, Cyber Leader. How the devil are you, sir? Nate says, I'll be back in Alfa Romeo and Valtieri Bottas. Uh, we'll talk about him in a little bit because we're going through sort of um, the, the last race and how everybody did. But, I mean, with Austria, I, as I say, wherever I watch it, I expect Julie Andrews to come running over and, uh, and run across the track. <laughs> <laughs> but talking about street circuits and talking about it being the one before London, uh, I don't know if you saw this, and I had to double-check whether I was sort of... Um, up to date with the news, but they are talking about a London Grand Prix. Talks are underway for wow. London Grand Prix around the Royal Docks. Um, a Grand Prix in London could come as early as 2026, with talks underway between planners, consultants and at Liberty Media. The street race would see cars racing down the waterfront along the Royal Albert and Royal Victoria Docks for turning around uh, the Excel Centre with floating grandstands capable of holding 95,000 spectators on the 5.9-kilometre track. Uh, that was Sky bringing that news. Um, uh, it, that would be very exciting. That would be. Um, obviously, we haven't had one in sort of uh, London. Um yeah, I like, I like the sound of that, actually. I do like the sound of that. My, my only sort of question would be, though, what would happen to Silverstone? Would that I was just going to ask you that same thing, yes. Yeah, that, that, that's that's my only uh, sort of concern about that. Because obviously Silverstone is one of those, you know, old tracks that you really, really like uh, to enjoy um, yes. as well. But I've got to say... Um, I'm all for change in, in F1, and if they want to do one in London, I'm all for it. Yeah. It would be nice to have them both, but mm-hmm. I can't... It's amazing. I mean, you, when you come to think, in a way, we, England, UK, whatever, we are the biggest... Um, oh, we you know, most, most of the big teams are based here. Yeah. Not just the British teams. You've got Mercedes here as well. Um but yeah, it would be a shame to lose um, lose uh, uh, Silverstone. Maybe if we lose Silverstone, maybe bring in and we're having the London one. Then maybe I don't know if what what your racetracks are like in Scotland. Could we have a Scottish Grand Prix? Maybe uh, you never know. Well, uh, I don't know. <laughs> the problem <laughs> is that there's not one place that I can think that's really, really big enough for, uh, for for a Scottish one. Um, yeah. The Highlands, maybe like somewhere Actually, up there. Do we not go around the edge of Loch Ness? <laughs> Loch Ness is absolutely beautiful, but I can't see I can't see them wanting to do an F one around the around Loch Ness. Um, <laughs> but 
but uh, I mean, there is one sort of race drag that I've sort of raced at, and it's as as in like go kart. It's knock hill. Um, that's oh, in right. sort of yeah. that's in sort of fight, but it's not really uh it's not really like a F one sort of idea for a for a track or anything like that. But I I can only dream that there'd be a an F one in Scotland, <laughs> but uh, I can't see it. I like Nate's comment here. I don't know anything about F one. I'm just picking someone random and sticking with it. <laughs> <laughs> you go, mate. You go. Uh, I just I just didn't want to. Go with the normal, you know, the red, the red button. I like, like I say, Aston Martin are, are, are my are my favourite cars. Um, now, um, this is a good question, and we did touch on this earlier. Uh, can Aston Martin, talking of them, be a contender? Uh, it says they can Aston Martin capitalise on Red Bull's cost cap penalty and be title contenders ahead of Ferrari and Mercedes. Uh, Aston Martin have Red Bull worried. The AMR twenty twenty the AMR twenty three has already shown its podium potential at the Bahrainian Good GP. Uh, are Aston Martin now best placed to capitalise on Red Bull's cost cap penalty and be a championship contender? I mean, you've got to say, Mercedes still looking a little bit of disarray. Yeah, they didn't have the peace at the weekend. Um... Mm. I thought I thought Hamilton was really really slow coming down the sort of the, the corners and you know Alonso went past them pretty pretty easily um, to, to tell you tell, tell you the yeah. truth and then obviously he had um, obviously he had Stroll sort of behind them as well but I do have a feeling that with obviously the the, the penalty that's obviously coming for Red Bull when that when that will be is, yeah. is another another thing not altogether. But uh, I do think that Aston Martin are definitely more sort of sit- situated to be sort of the you know title contenders there, um, and I do think they can challenge the Red Bulls. I think if they they can you know they can do it in Bahrain. There's there's no doubt they can do it um, elsewhere um, as well. I think we're in for a very very good season, and I think if, if Aston Martin can continue the way that they've been doing. Um, mm. And obviously, we need Ferrari to sort of be back up there. We need to be. We need to see Mercedes as well, but we shall see. Yeah, I mean, like I said before, for me, it does tend to go in cycles. A bit like, like I say, football. You have you know yeah. Liverpool dominance in the seventies, then United, then see it. You know, and Formula One's the same. We do have these cycles of of when one team is more dominant, uh, and I think it's harder when you've had the dominance that Mercedes have had. Uh, yeah. to, to, to sort of drop it. All right, you could say, you know, the first one that they lost was a bit of a joke, really, you know, with Verstappen and the safety car and, and all that. But I'm just thinking, um, are we going to see possibly Hamilton? I think this is his last year for Mercedes in the current contract, isn't it? I believe so, yeah. I haven't heard him um, anywhere closer to saying a new deal or anything like that. So I'm just wondering, I mean, if you put yourself in, 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 in uh, uh, Hamilton's head for a second, he's got his eight world championships equal yeah. with Schumacher. Yeah. 
he wants that, doesn't he? He wants yeah, that. Yeah, 100%. Part. Of course, you know, any sportsman worth their salt. I mean, don't get me wrong, you know, if he never wins another championship, he's done bloody well to equal it. So fair play to him. But he wants that. And if he feels that Mercedes are not going to give him that, could you see him jumping to another um, another team? Quite easily. Quite easily. Um, the only thing is, I can't see him in a Red Bull. I can't see him in a Red Bull. I can't really see him in a Ferrari. Maybe Aston Martin? Mm. Possibly. Go anywhere, is he? Like I said before, you see a lot of world champions that demand too much from a team, and a team say, All right, well, thank you very much. Goodbye. I mean, you know, Damon Hill yeah. won his world championship and was dropped within a week, I think, by Williams. But mm. and he ended up at Jordan. Um, <laughs> so but because I and mean, we say you look at Vettel, you know, uh, uh, yep. after Ferrari and what have you, so. How, there's not many teams, I don't think, that can actually offer him that um, that chance to to, to to win the ninth. And you say Red Bull. I mean, if Red Bull come uh, sat there thinking, if they put Red Bull, uh, Red Bull, Mercedes, um, oh my God, uh, if they put, I'll try a new set of teeth, if they put Hamilton and Verstappen together, yeah, we're going to get fireworks, but yeah. if they they would dominate, wouldn't they? More so than they have been. Yeah, they would. Uh, but we have to remember Sergio Perez is a very, very good driver. Very, mm. very good driver. So, um, it'd be very, very interesting to see where Perez would go um, as well. But, um, no, I, I, I think um, I think the two Red Bulls up front, uh, you know, at, at Bahrain, going to be very very intriguing uh, to say the very very sorry hi brad hope you're good mate i mean andrew says here hamilton will not be the number one driver in any top four team mm. i i actually think uh, george russell has actually now moved ahead of him mm. i would say well, he finished higher last season. And good evening, Zuki. How are you? Uh, and James says here, um, I think Hamilton will jump ship. Where do you think he'll go to, James? I just think that if I was head of, I mean, if I was Christian Horner, one, I'd be very, very happy because I'd be married to, uh, to, to to Ginger Spice. That would make me very happy. Uh, but apart from that, if I was sat there <laughs> thinking that because. I you're not supposed to have team rules these days, are you? You're not supposed to, I believe, you know, ask drivers. No. You could, there's ways you get around it, obviously. But I don't know. If I was Christian Horner and I knew that Hamilton was out there, it's not only a case of me getting in because, let's be honest with you, he is still one of the best drivers. But no yeah. matter how good a driver you are, you've got to have a car that's going to respond to you. You know, you put the best driver in, in the world. I mean, like I say, uh, Damon Hill in the Arrows or the Jordan. He was never going to win another world championship. Um, mm. But what I would... Away days are great, but when you can't play away, there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Muck Delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Well, just to stop one of my major rivals getting in. Yeah. 
100 percent um and you know lewis hamilton becoming available from mercedes is a bit is a big big possibility mm. um so i think that that that's an interesting one to sort of uh i absolutely agree with andrew the red bull won't let Perez go he's a good boy yeah yes he, he, he's fabulous uh sergio Perez. um I think like, him and Verstappen. Does he want to let, like you say, let's say Aston Martin and, and <laughs> Brad's up with the news here. Uh, and well, as do you think Damon Hill will win the F1? <laughs> <laughs> it's not cricket, Brad. It's not cricket. Um, but no, you, I just think they've got to look at that and go: Do we want to risk him going to a improving Aston Martin? Um, and hold on to Perez, or do we risk maybe cutting Perez short early and taking him on? It's going to be a, an extremely interesting thing to see what happens. It's one to watch, I think, for the whole season, um, especially with the, you know, Ham- I think Hamilton will probably have like contract talks um, as well. I mean, Total Wolf has been sort of very, very quiet about it. He's not come out and said anything about, obviously. Hamilton wanting um, to go into contract talks, so uh, one to watch for the rest of the season. I think um, I think this is going to drag on, and uh, we might well see uh, maybe a deal being agreed between somebody uh, for Hamilton. But we'll, only, mm. we'll just we'll need we'll just need to wait and see. But I think it is one story to look for for the yeah. The, yeah. the rest of the season. He may, he may feel that you know there's things in the pipeline that's going to happen at Mercedes that are going to uh, that's going to give him that edge and his best chance will be to stay at Mercedes and like I say I, I don't I, think there's that many teams that it would, that would interest him if I'm honest with you yeah I'm 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 also in agreement with that yeah uh, Andrew says that I don't think Christian Horner will have Hamilton in his team I mean. Yeah, like I say, I'd like to see the, the fireworks at the uh, staff party if you've got Hamilton and Verstappen together. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> there we go. Uh, Jane said, Aston Martin more likely. Uh, I think we shall see what happens. We will. It will be in. I think it will depend, obviously, it will depend on how the season goes for Mercedes. Uh, yeah, I think no, if, we have an, if they have another one like they did this year, uh, Hamilton's not going to want to play second fiddle to Russell, and no. unless they can pull something out, I think he'll be gone. But we shall see. But moving on to this weekend, it's the first street circuit of the uh, the, the, the season, and it's the fastest street circuit um, of the of mm. the of the calendar uh, as we as we go from Bahrain to Saudi Arabia. Um, it's quite long and thin this one, though, isn't it? As I said, it's it's not one to uh, it's not one to overtake. Let's just say that. Obviously, the the mains are a pit pit stretch. I would say um, it's going to be a very interesting race. I, I I do like this track. It's uh, very very fast. It's very very uh, slick and narrow uh, corners as well. So mm. um, pray that it obviously doesn't rain. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. the, that's the first thing because uh, you know all those wee sort of those wee narrow corners that you've you've got there. Um, I wouldn't like to do. Well, they wouldn't like to go in an F one car and the heavy heavy rain try to sort of turn to <laughs> to go go yeah. around. So uh, yeah, yeah, pray for no rain, definitely. I, I, I can't control my 
<laughs> my courser in the ring, let alone a bloody uh, Formula One car. But they have made some changes to this uh, to, the, to the track for this uh, for this season. Um, one of the biggest changes is at high speed left right sequence that turns twenty two and twenty three, where efforts have been made to reduce speeds by around fifty kilometers an hour by adjusting the fence placement and adding a beveled curb. Explain this to oh. me. Um, I, I, I've always liked watching F1, but like I say, I don't always understand the rules. Why the hell have they got curbs when you can literally have three quarters of the car over it? I get the safety aspect of it. I really, really do. But this just seems to be one of those pointless things. Like, you know... Don't fix what ain't broke is what what you what 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 the what the famous saying is. I mean, I I look at those two pictures and there's not really much difference. The only difference is obviously like the they have sort of widened the sort of the wall there, but mm. I don't think it's going to make any any difference. To be honest with you, I, I, as we said, probably the safety aspect is obviously one of those things. But no, yeah. for me, I I don't think they should have changed it, but. We'll, we'll wait and see. Yeah, I mean, they've made the changes as well at turns 14 and 20. But to most people, we'll look at it and we wouldn't have known, would we? Let's be honest. Mm. But like I say, when you, and I know this is a street circuit, but when you have, and you, you've not got the room that you've got in a uh, in a normal racetrack environment, but like I say, you, you, you can see the red and white, you know, curbs going around the, uh, around the, um, the track. Why aren't drivers? I mean, they get warnings, don't they? Now, if they do go the full car width over that, so basically, yeah. it's a bit like snooker players, I guess, having to keep one foot on the floor when they, you know, whatever, whatever angle they get the body in to take the shot, they've got to have part of the foot touching the floor. And I guess with Formula One, it's the same that no matter how far they go across or outside of the actual track, they've got to have—is it one of the wheels or part of the wheel or something on? Um, on the on the track, and I have noticed that they have started, and they did in Bahrain, to to issue time penalties out if you do if you were consistently not sticking to that. But why why do they allow you to even go over that? That's what I don't get. It's what it's what you call corner cutting. Um, yeah, it's it's very very easy to do. Um, and you, you've just you've you've got to watch yourself because there are speed traps at these at these races. There there are a lot of speed traps. Oh, uh, there's a little one with to... the camera going. Oh, you're going too fast. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I um, corner corner cutting is a is a very very serious thing to uh, to, to do. Um, almost almost sort of invalids your. Uh, your uh, your sort of your your time that you want to make to you know for mm. obviously like position for the for the weekend so um yeah I I there are, I mean obviously we will always go back to obviously Bahrain because there was one certain driver that had an absolute nightmare uh, of penalties um I think he racked up about twenty to twenty five seconds like he did. It was just he did yes it was awful <laughs> I tried to think who I'm trying to remember who it was. Um, Esteban Ocon. Ocon, yes, yeah. It, it. I've never, I've never seen that in a race before. <laughs> it 
I couldn't keep up with it because he was getting another time penalty before we served his last time penalty. Yeah, li- literally, literally, he got he got one for like five seconds. Yes. And, and what happened was he basically stayed in his in his like in the in the pit lane, mm. but. They didn't actually release them for the five seconds. I believe I believe they released them in four seconds. So yeah, yeah, you, you have to serve your time penalties, and then obviously, you know, you you seen again. Oh, car thirty one knock on, and I was like again, again, <laughs> and then then you see, oh yeah, five second time penalty. No, that's uh, that's ten seconds. Yeah, yeah, that's ten seconds. Then then he does then he goes and does something stupid again by speeding. In the pit lane. Oh, there's another five seconds, fifteen seconds, um, and then it was just uh, just comical. But it was just schoolboy error from Ocon, who who we 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 thought would be a, a an interesting uh, driver to say the very very least. But no, to to get that many penalties in one race, <laughs> um, it was it was it was comical. I've got to say. It was, and uh, I mean, let's let's have a look at. I mean, I think he he, he ended up withdrawing in the end, didn't he? He, he didn't make it all the way. Yeah, down. he did. Yeah, yeah. probably. He just said, "Oh, sod it! What's the point?" You know. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest with you, um, I mean, it's easy to look at one race, um, one chart, and that's how it stands at the moment. Um, Red Bulls um, one and two. Um, I've got to say. The thing I don't like about the the dominance thing is you knew sort of almost really once Max Verstappen had got the lead, that was it, wasn't it? You know, you could unless there was going to be a mechanical failure or a huge driver error, and you wouldn't expect that from sort of the leading drivers. Pretty much once he'd he'd got that lead, he wasn't going to give it up, was he? Yeah, um, I think he was. I think he was ahead for like forty seconds or something, wasn't it? So. Mm-hmm. It's just you don't want to see Verstappen dominate mm. all season uh, because then it will become sort of like you know boring and you know predictable um, yeah. as well. So you know, hopefully, hopefully that we might see a bit of uh, like like Verstappen maybe finishing second or or, or third, mm. or maybe you know even uh, you know Verstappen. You know, retiring that would be uh, very, very intriguing to say the very, very least. But no, I think, I think, uh, I think you're right. I think once Verstappen got the lead, uh, it was always going to be one, one, uh, one, one way uh, traffic, unfortunately for uh, for the, yeah. the rest of them. Uh, Anthony says tractors are faster, but of course, coming from Bristol, he'd know all about tractors, wouldn't he? Um, <laughs> Hi, Anthony. It's what he drives. It's his. Uh, it's his uh, transport <laughs> of choice when he's going. When he's off out for a night on the cider. Um, what do you think? Because I I can remember when being the old git that I am when it used to start at ten points for a win and then nine, eight, seven, six, five. And in a way, I preferred that because it kept it more. You didn't have sort of the, the runaway. You know, I mean, if Max Verstappen wins in Saudi Arabia, that I'll give him fifty points. Yeah, I think it's, a, it's a hell of a lead straight away, isn't it? Really, I mean, I I prefer it ten or twenty down to one, depending where you end up in the race. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
Yeah, they've had they've had these this sort of point system for a, a while, um, mm. and I don't see it changing any anytime soon um, no, as well. I so will. I don't think they will. But uh, no. to me, it's just like again, it's giving the the top teams. You know, I mean, let's say for example, um, Bottas, who, who Nate's gone for, Alfa Romeo. Let's say he has a, there's a few crashes and he has a great race and he wins one. He knows deep down it's not going to suddenly give you know propel him into the top of the uh, top of the leaderboards or anything. Uh, and it, yeah. it, it's it's almost unfair if you like you know. But, uh, mm. but looking at that and you can see there it, it going you know everybody on 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 the left has got points. Everybody on the right hasn't. Thought Sargent had a good um, good Formula One for his, his debut. Yeah, I thought it was a very good drive. Just unfortunately um, that he uh, he, did, he didn't get in the points, but I think he'll uh, he'll he'll take uh, confidence from that and hopefully go into this one with uh, you know trying to get trying to get some points. I was so disappointed in Lando Norris. I mm. I had big big hopes for him, and uh, again it just didn't just didn't happen for uh, for for Lando, but. Yeah, obviously there's Mr. Ocon. Uh, yes. Actually, Mr. Do have car trouble? Yeah, Leclerc. Yes. It doesn't surprise me with him. Shame about Oscar Piastri. Um, I thought he was actually having a pretty good race up until uh, he had to obviously retire as well. But uh, yeah, Leclerc, you just hope that this race, that Obviously, he is getting that penalty, but you would obviously hope that he would, you know, be. Let's say if he gets second or something, then he's obviously twelve. If he gets third, and he's obviously thirteenth. Obviously, if he gets pole, then you know he's eleven. Um. So, yeah, it's it's a real real shame for for for, for Leclerc, but uh, as we said, it's a tricky tricky Grand Prix to. You know, uh, overtake this one. So you don't really want to go back on the grid when it, when it's a street race, do you? Definitely um, not. You know, I'm just thinking that as you know, um, as Ferrari as as, as a company, um, I'm just having a look there. Would you say if Carlos Sainz is sitting in pole, and um, sorry, let's say no, let's say sorry. Um, Charles Leclerc is sitting in pole, and mm-hmm. the Ferraris are having a great, great, you know, a uh, 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 run in. Uh, and Perez could be uh, sorry, not Perez. What am I saying? <laughs> sorry, um, science has a chance of snatching pole. Would you be saying to him, "Look, you know, finish second. You're going to get pole anyway," and then it gives uh, it gives Leclerc an extra place further down the grid. Yeah, I mean, you could you could easily you could easily do that, um, but it's it's just such a shame that we're into the second race already and we're getting a good penalty for a driver who has had so much reliability issues um, ever since he joined Ferrari as well, and I do think Carlos Sainz is capable of getting pole position, um, but as, as well as whether or not he will get position and obviously you know with obviously Leclerc dropping down um I mean I I, I think Leclerc can get into the points mm. but I'm not so sure how many points if you know what I mean 
Yes. On the flip side, it does give sort of some of the drivers lower down the grid, um, moves them up a little, well, moves them up one place, I guess, but it gives them the yeah. chance. To, but uh, you you would think that you know a driver of Leclerc's ability and the car that he's got that he, he should be able to get up into the into the top ten from wherever from wherever he is. Um, just quickly then looking at how the um, teams stand, um, Red Bull. I mean, you know, look at that lead already. Yeah, you know, twenty points. Yeah. Um, 43 23 to Martin Mercedes already, you know, at 12 Ferrari. Mm. Sorry, Mercedes 16, Ferrari 12, and then Alfa Romeo 4. Uh, I, I mean, to be honest with you, it, it looks almost like you know, Scottish Premier League table, doesn't it? You know, with the, with the top guys there, or even the English Premier League table at the moment. I, I just think. I mean, can you see, or who do you think? We've we've said about Aston Martin, but in fairness, I think they finished <clears throat> fourth or fifth last season anyway. So they were yeah. always in a position to build on that. Can you see any of the, the sort of the teams near the bottom um, causing a stir at all? I mean, none of them are going to win it, obviously, but can you see sort of any of them sort of from Alpine down actually ending up in the top half? Well, I suppose Gasly for Alpine managed to get into the points in uh, Bahrain. Um, so I, if I had to say, probably Alpine um, uh, as well. But obviously, you know, McLaren are a fantastic team to 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 have, and you would obviously hope that Lando Norris learns from his mistakes at Bahrain and. Just has a bit of a a focus for you know um, for 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 the agenda. Um, I honestly, if my if I had to say somebody, I would probably say McLaren. I would say McLaren at this moment in time, but yeah, it's still, still long, long way to go as we know. Of course, Alpha Tori, which is sort of Red Bull second team. I have believe I have believe I have, I have read somewhere, and I believe are up for sale. Red Bull could consider oh. selling, and there is uh, an American team that could uh, lead. Uh, um, I'm trying to think. It was an ex, is an ex Formula One driver who's very, very big in obviously NASCAR and, and all the Le Mans and all that sort of thing. Um, that is considering that's been trying to get in uh, with a team, you know, with a brand new Formula One team, and they've yeah. kind of. Like we want to stick at twenty for some reason. Again, years and years ago, that you know a lot more teams than just ten, uh, but they wanted to stick with twenty drivers. That that may have said that that might be his way of getting in uh, to Formula mm-hmm. One. So again, another story to look out for to see whether AlphaTauri could actually end up being you know sold by Red Bull and uh, somebody. I wish it's going to annoy me now as to who it was that was. Um, Taking it over. As soon as I come offline, you can bet I'll uh, I'll remember. <laughs> and there's a lot of talk about women Formula One drivers this uh, this, this this season. Um, mm-hmm. Do you think we will ever see a, a woman? There's no reason why. It, you know, it's a it's a sport that they can compete on a level playing field. You know, it, yeah. it, it, uh, You know, because obviously it's it's your ability to drive. 
and and it says here like you know is formula one finally taking women seriously i mean and and avoiding all the jokes about women's drivers and you know saving fortunes because they don't pay them as much all that but you know on the serious side there's nothing to stop them if they if if they're, if they're doing well is there no absolutely not and you know we've seen we've seen in like snooker um Brianne Evans, for example, she she is a women's world champion in, in snooker, and she's actually been playing against the men um, quite recently as well. So I I do think there is a way for women to be involved in in F one. Obviously, the the one I remember, Susie Wolf, I think it was her was her name. I think she was in F one for a for a, for a little bit, and. Um, Obviously, she's not. She's no longer, and you know, F one at the moment in time. But uh, she was one of them ones that uh, that was an F one. So, and we obviously, you know, we've had you've had women sort of, you know, um, chairman and chairwomen as well. So I, yeah. I can, I can see a way for women to be in F one for for sure. I mean, if other sports can do it, why can't yeah. F one do it? Yeah, and I think, like you say, you look at certain sports. Snooker, like you say, is, is one of them. Therefore, pool would be as pool would be as well. Where it doesn't matter whether you're male or female, you know. And, yeah. and certainly in this one. And I've got to be honest, I've just found out Mario Andretti is the person. Oh yeah, looking yeah, yeah. Alpha Tori. Um, this, it says here the silly season for 2023 is crazy, but the rumor mill is going in full steam ahead. The latest rumors are that Alpha Tori is for sale and that it is Michael Andretti's ultimate chance to have his own F1 team. So that would be that would be interesting. Um, might make them a bit more competitive as well. <laughs> Again, pull somebody in. Look, dog, I'm going to let you go. Thank you so much as always for joining Bye, us. Bro. Uh, I say best of luck for tonight. Uh, unfortunately, I'm. I think you. I think you, there's as much chance as, as Leicester of winning the Premier League this season. But um, you never know. Look at Istanbul. There are moments when you know miracles happen. Fingers crossed for you, mate. Fingers crossed yeah, for absolutely, you. Absolutely, absolutely. But, but yeah, the ones that keep getting the headlines in Europe, please. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I like you. I'm not a big uh, fan of Madrid. Um, so, yeah, ho- hopefully we can do it. But um going to be a tough ask, but we'll see. Are you doing a watch-along? No, no, I'm not. I, I'm not. Um, uh, I'm just going to watch it in the comfort of my own uh, own home and, uh, and watch it. Brilliant. Where can people find you? I mean, Nate says they're good luck, and James gives you a call out there as well. Your details are in the description below because obviously you're always on the channel, so you you're, every show you your descriptions there. But give a shout out as to where people can find you. Yeah, it is the Dugout Football Channel on YouTube. I uh, just uh, just released a, a video of my uh, UEFA qualifiers predictions, uh, table predictions. So that was very very interesting uh, to do. So please go and check that out um, as well. Who you got winning it? Oh, me win it? Oh, no, no. <laughs> it's just, just to take just the qualifiers this time. I've not, uh, not got anyone uh, to win it yet. No. Not a problem. Hey, look, mate. Thanks very much. Like I say, fingers crossed for you tonight. And uh, we will speak very soon. Yeah, I'll speak to you very soon. Take care. See you later. Take care. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.
Thank you very much to Doug there. Be sure to check out his channel. Like I say, details are below in the YouTube description. Um, he's a great friend of the channel. Uh, and we will be covering the Formula One. I'm not sure in what guise because... They won't let me do what I did last time, uh, Formula One, so I can't do the little thing with all the dots going around, which is a shame, because they told me I could. Now they're telling me I can't, but that's Formula One for you. Um, but I'm going to be back at 9 o'clock tonight. We've got another interview coming up, the conversation. Bob the Cat Bevan. You may or may not know him. Um, but basically, NBE. I know I'm going up in the world, aren't I? NBE. Uh, Bob the Cat Bevan, NBE. Uh, brilliant after dinner speaker. Hopefully, we're going to have a bit of a laugh and a joke with him. Uh, he's a Palace fan. <laughs> Go and have a laugh and a joke with a Palace fan, haven't you? Be back at nine o'clock. Be sure to be there. Please join us. And uh, until that time. I'm going to hand you over and say thank you very much for watching and thank you very much for listening if you have done so on the podcast. It has been a pleasure and thank you for lending me your ears. As usual, it's over to Arnie. Thanks for watching. These videos are tremendous. You'd better like them too or I'll be back. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. Talk sport. Powered by fans. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. the 90th minute all your mates around you've got your mcnugget share boxes ready to go your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget snatching all three points perfect ultimate delivery now on the mcdonald's app you in a participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com this podcast is proud to be part of the talk sport fan network Talk Sport. Powered by fans.